0: Check, one, two. Go, go. Curious about real estate? Yes. Then you've come to the right place. Get the knowledge you need. Get over the fear and get started. Hello, everybody. Michael Quarles with Buy, Sell, Fix, Flip. And this is daily deal number five, and I have with me Gabriel Contreras. He's going to tell us about the deal that we did. And um, it was a good one, and there was all kinds of surprises. It just seems every deal that we do, there's a surprise around the corner, so just be ready for him. Here we go. So, Gabriel, tell us about the deal.
1: Okay. It's a single-family home because that's what we buy. Um, you know, caller came in, talked to Alex, Alex went through the questions, and here's what she did, provided for us. Uh, the value of the property is at $80,000, and the seller was, when, that, when they called in, Alex actually got him to uh, ask for
0: $35,000. So, through the script, we took an $80,000 piece of value, and... At some point, the seller went all the way down to 35.
1: That is correct. And that's due to a couple of awesome opportunities that the property is offering.
0: Tell us about those.
1: One of the opportunities is it needs repairs. Oh, my we goodness. Get excited about that because whenever it needs repairs, that means that there is a challenge, and uh, actually, we make those to be opportunities. The other big one on this particular property is that there is a tenant. Ouch a tenant that uh, is not being cooperative which causes the seller to want to part with the property Uh, so we have those two things going to our advantage
0: so we have a seller that has a problem tenant or has problems with the tenant correct and we have a seller who has a property that needs repairs and doesn't want to go through the repair process which is probably why they have a problem tenant
1: that may be the case That, that just may be the case um, anyways, Alex went ahead, went through the script, found out, uh, you know, what asked the questions. Is any repairs? What do you think it's worth? What do you want for it? Uh, and what's your walk-away money? There is no loan on this particular property.
0: So it's free and clear.
1: It's free and clear.
0: Were we yeah. able to... Um, okay, before I ask that question, was 35 where we ended up or did we do better?
1: We did better than that because, of course, after talking to Alex, then we talked to Ryan, which is our purchase manager, and she goes through her end of it and uh, we were able to do it uh, even to, at a better number. We ended up doing it at 30,000.
0: 30,000, great. And um, what did she say that made it go from 35 to 30 that Alex didn't say that couldn't get it to 30? She
1: probably asked the routine question once.
0: Twice. Three times. Three
1: times at minimum, depending on what their response is. Of course, if they keep cooperating, there may be no end to that. But we have a rule of uh, you know, a rule of thumb that we are going to ask at least three times some version of, can you do any better? Is that the least you'll do? Uh, you know, is that, can, can you do less?
0: And this is also one of those examples where the first call is always like, the fantasy land call. The, the, it's the call where they want the most amount of money but when on the second calls and the third calls and the fourth calls those are the calls that you can get them back into reality land so that's at least what i've noticed over the years
1: yep and that is a, that, so that's how it went down uh so now we have a house eighty thousand uh, dollars the seller wants uh, uh you know what the truth of it is I, I we're not even sure where alex may have started but alex left it to ryan at 35, Ryan then got it to $30,000. Um, one of the tasks that we need to do is to be able to identify what our goal is, what it is that we will pay before Ryan gets on the phone to begin with, and that number was $46,000. So right from the get-go, we know we had a deal. Right. You know, because we we could actually do this. Uh, at $46,000 based on our business model, and that's plugging in a $10,000 allowance for those said repairs, considering closing costs and um, that one thing we call uh, room for profit.
0: Yeah, that profit room, guys and gals who's listening, that profit room, you always have to add that in. If you don't add your profit in, you'll never make it. So it's absolutely important. So we were already we were eleven thousand dollars below what I would call our skinny side. So you know we have this we have this th- this this policy here where the least amount of money we'll make is this, but we want to get it to another another number, which is why we call them back and and continue our negotiation process. One of the unique things about this one I'm seeing, unless I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong, is. You didn't get involved in this one. No, I did not. So we have. So how long has Alex been with us? This one Alex? Now everybody, all the all the people that answer the phone on the first call, they have different names. We call them Alex's. So how long had this Alex been with us to answer the phone?
1: Alex, that particular Alex that took this call is probably been with, with us for, uh, somewhere around two to three weeks.
0: Two to three weeks, she went from eighty thousand dollar value all the way down to thirty Five thousand. Now I know this Ryan had been with us probably a couple months now. It folks, this is just, just and these, these Alexes and these Ryan's, I'm gonna say it over and over and over again. They're very highly qualified people to be talking on the telephone and they're scripted and they're organized and they're systemized. But they have no clue about real estate investing. So Understand if you're wanting to become a real estate investor, you too, without any experience, as long as you have systems to follow, you can make a bucket load of money. So tell us what we ended up finding that made this one very unusual.
1: The unusual part of it is, is that uh, you know what we do here. Since we have so many boxers coming by, we no longer do the pre-research uh, ahead of time we base all our numbers based on what the seller is offering the information that the seller is offering because if we can if we can make a deal with their numbers then we're good if we can't make a deal with their numbers we're very likely not going to do a deal if we go through the process of discovering what is the worth of the property and then end up trying to negotiate on even lower numbers Uh, it just matches up Uh, over and over and over I keep telling everybody, if you own a house, you know what it's worth. But people
0: tell us all the time, we have no clue. Can you tell me? That's why I'm calling you. I thought you'd know what my house is worth. You're the expert. You're the professional. They tell us that all the time. Are they just fibbing to us? It's just not the case. I mean, there
1: are a couple of uh, scenarios out there. You know, if somebody owns 30 houses and it's being managed, whatever. Of course, there's the exception, but for the most part, people know what their house is worth just ask him and ask him and if they won't tell you part of our system is goodbye right call me back when you find out that's just part of our system so we go through we go ahead and come to all the way to agreeing on the purchase price sending them our purchase agreement getting it back from them signed and then we will go ahead and start doing some more research verifying the numbers so as we're verifying the numbers and this is what's different about this particular uh, 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 transaction is that we discovered that the seller had listed the house with the real estate agent before we had gotten a chance to talk to him Um, but it
0: wasn't it wasn't listed while we were talking to him it was listed before
1: it was listed before they called us they listed it but then they went and talked to the real estate agent and they canceled it according to what their beliefs was there the sellers believe was well come to find out we have a savvy real estate agent I suppose
0: uh, or I'll call it down and he did
1: not cancel
0: the agreement He withdrew it. So in California, what that means, canceled, uh, and a canceled agreement is like the agreement never happened. A withdrawn agreement still allows the the realtor and the broker, the agent, to earn a commission during the period of time of their listing agreement. So um, if if they had a listing agreement that was still in place, that was still in withdrawn status, they were still, they were still, um, had the opportunity to earn a commission.
1: That's correct. So they're still obligated to pay the real estate agents if they sell the house within that period of time that they agreed to list the property for. Now,
0: I already want to vomit in my mouth listening to this deal because I've only bought one house through real estate professional and it was a piece of dirt. It was my first house, first real estate property I bought. I've told people over and over and over again, no, I don't buy through real estate agents. However, here it is. Here's the deal we're gonna do where we actually are going to have a real estate agent attached to the deal who's going to earn a commission. But I think you did a really good job. What did you end up doing with that commission?
1: Well, we ended up calling the sellers, hey Mr. Seller, here's the situation, we did our research and we found out that you had previously listed the property with the real estate agent and you know what, we're going to have to come back to the table and, and talk this through. Um, we pretty much basically said, we're not going to be doing that, uh, that real estate agent commission. We have agreed to buy the house from you for $30,000. If you want to proceed, you know that you will have to pay your real estate agent, so That will be on your end. Do you want to sell the house to us for the amount of money that we agreed on, $30,000, knowing that you will, from that amount of money, will have to then turn around and pay your real estate agent for doing nothing?
0: So guys and gals, you hear me say a lot about you have to do things ethically, morally, and legally, and if they're ethically right and morally right, legal should fall in place. We actually... Now, the real estate agent didn't know we have a contract to buy this property. We could have closed escrow. We could have handed our $30,000 over to the seller. The seller could have gone on their way. No one tell the the realtor, the broker, that they just lost out a commission on $30,000. But that is not the ethical position to take. So what do we do, Gabe?
1: We got the seller to go ahead and agree to pay the real estate agent.
0: And we notified the real estate agent and actually had them call us so we can explain that we're going to protect their interest by making sure their commission is subtracted from the seller's HUD-1 statement.
1: That's correct. So that allows us to move forward. I mean, we're still in the position that we agreed to buy the house from the seller at the price that we agreed. He's now confirmed. Everybody's on the same page. The seller knows. The seller contacted the agent. The agent contacted the seller. We talked to the agent. We talked to everybody. Everybody's going to get paid through it, and that's what made it a little bit unique on this particular property. So uh, <clears throat> that's that's the that's about it.
0: But yet here we are. We're going to buy an eighty thousand dollar piece of property. We're going to spend ten thousand on, on fixing it up. So now we're at seventy. We have some closing costs, and I know on an eighty thousand dollar piece of property we have about sixty five hundred. So if I say, take sixty five hundred from seventy, now I'm at at sixty three I'm buying it for 30, so we have we have doubled, more than doubled, our purchase price and profit, right? That's,
1: that's the plan. That's the numbers. That's how it works
0: out. It's crazy. I love being a real estate investor. I hope you guys who um, haven't yet bought your first house, I hope you get on board and, and buy your first house. It's fun. Thanks, Gabe. Now, Now, yesterday, it's because we've been wanting to do these daily deals daily, but we get so busy around here because yesterday you told me, that we had three opportunities arrive yesterday, and we're not going to talk about them yesterday today. But can you imagine, folks, if you could have three opportunities one day? I think last week we had, what, nine opportunities in a five-day period? Oh
1: yeah, we definitely get that, including last week getting the one opportunity where we made an offer on five houses on the same on the same date, and we're still working them
0: out. It's just crazy, people. You know, it's all driven by marketing. It's driven by having systems in place, understanding negotiation, understanding follow-up. Thanks, Gabe. Thanks for explaining. Thanks, guys. Until next time, talk to you then. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.